we're moving straight into our discussion for this evening. Um, and yeah, we're having a conversation this month. If you've been tuning into the previous um, uh, shows that we've been having, I want to call them episodes because <laughs> especially since we do podcast them. Um, <clears throat> so we've been having uh, discussions about the influence of modern Christianity. Um, to what extent do you feel that modern Christianity influences you and your children? Do you think that we could be a lot more flexible um, in terms of how we, we, we reach people and we're present? Because the world and the secular environment is very aggressive with just how much they um, um, influence, right? And they're also very strategic and they understand the concept of taking vegetables <laughs> um, and, and, and presenting them in a palatable way that you wouldn't even um, second guess, right? Um, yeah, that, mm. so, so, so that's, that's something that I really would like us to talk about. It's something that I'd like us to discuss, like um, particularly with gospel music. Uh, so tonight we're talking about gospel music. Um, and and the influence of gospel music. Does gospel music lose its message when it, it tries to be relevant to young people? This is something I've seen so much, right? And I still see it to this day, and it does break my heart. So now, these days, there's there's a rise in contemporary gospel music. I love it. I, I genuinely love it. And I feel that my heart is slowly learning to, to, to worship and welcome it and not treat this contemporary gospel music as uh, foreign, right? And I think also at the same time, I do not want to live in a world, for me personally, I don't want to live in a world where if I want to, um, you know, hype myself up on a Friday and dance because I'm feeling jolly, I don't want to go to the world for that music, you know, I'd rather come to the church. Um, so, which is why I, I, I genuinely appreciate songs like uh, Jerusalem. I mean, even though I'm not sure if the guy who wrote it, Master KB, if he's even uh, born again or what, but clearly he he does have uh, Christian roots. Um, I, I, I love it because, I mean, on a Friday, you know, I mean, right now the song is, it irritates me at this point, but um, songs like that make it, uh, 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 make me look forward to nights like like tonight. You know, it's a Friday. I'm excited. I want to dance and I want to express that joy. You know, like David, how he used to sing and take off his clothes. Just how how excited he used to be about the Lord. He was a very expressive man. Um, and and I, I I don't know. I wanna I wanna be able to. I wanna be allowed to do that with Christian music. And I know you might be thinking, but given we have upbeat praise music in church yeah but it's still churchy music <laughs> and that's the problem so i'm definitely i fall part of that youth that wants music that caters to me uh there's a wonderful uh lady actually I, I, i'm definitely oh oh lovely that we have king d music to close off the show because he's one of those uh artists who are making that move towards contemporary music um and then there's a, another lady if we had enough time i would have definitely played us off with uh well meal i simply love that girl's music it's it's beautiful and i hope by god's grace she's able to continue making it and that it doesn't burden her financially uh, because i know how art can be but Charles, let us know what are your thoughts given i think start off this conversation to start it off in a proper way since you uh, introduced it would you mind explaining contemporary music to people that do not understand the term between Christian music and and when we are talking about contemporary Christian music, 
Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say uh, there's a difference between um, Christian music and contemporary Christian music per se, um, because uh, well, in when contemporary music, it's just uh, contemporary music is more. Um, I would say it, it, it's 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 mainly the 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 adoption of of modern music in its contemporary form right uh rather than and it's it's a very interesting question that you ask right because here's the thing here's the crux of it right christian music has a sound and and i remember having a conversation with uh, ulebu here at work and 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 saying to her that my issue is not even the genre of music my issue is the fact that christian music has developed a sound it's like it, it it it's it's not discreet. It doesn't try to uh, come at you from around the corner. It comes screaming at you from very far. You know, like uh, that, that, that the hero who wants to hit the villain, but he starts saying, ah, from like miles away. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how I feel Christian music is like. Like, uh, here's the thing about it, right? If I am on a taxi and I I hear a Hillsong start, I know it's Hillsong. I know it's Christian music. If it's Dr. Tumi, I know it's got the the, the way we play our instruments, the way we play the, the, the very specific types of instruments that we choose. We choose music instruments that are familiar to people who go to church right to christendom um they even even the the, the way that we we use kicks and snares and hi-hats i can tell you from a mile away without even hearing who the artist is or what they're singing about even if the voice was muffled i can tell you that that's a gospel song right now you might be thinking given what's wrong with that maybe gospel music should be like that if that's what you prefer then that's fine you have plenty of that um now the thing for me is i want music that moves more into the contemporary space be more creative with your instrumentals um i mean th- there's a vast array of instruments that exist i mean even if now we're living in a digital era in a digital space like if you're if if you're doing i mean charles you would know that there are many different types of guitars that are used for many different types of genres um and 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 that can produce a certain type of emotion within an individual right um and and i i i would i know like i listen to some secular music right i remember an artist the one of the first artists i i heard playing and i was shocked that it was gospel music and it actually hit more it really it 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 really hit home more was lauren diego um and i'm sure you know her shall like i even stopped yeah, yeah. and i was like is this adele who's this right now imagine if gospel music were more like that how it would be for people in the world where they would accept it before they even know it's like a trojan horse right you would yeah. let it into your house before you even know that it's it's christian music and by the time you realize it you're busy singing praises to god um and i just okay. find that extremely fascinating so contemporary gospel music is more modernized it's it 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 works with multiple instruments that are uh, more poppy than 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 gospely than jazzy than uh, many other different types of genres but it 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 is it it does fall more along the lines of pop music modern pop music um and it's not definitely not hip hop music but hip hop music can have contemporary elements i hope that makes sense i really hope that makes sense 
<laughs> yes, it, it makes absolute sense. So for me, I, I've, a couple of years ago, probably like a decade ago, I read this book called God, Faith and Rock and Roll. And it was done by a Christian journalist in America that made the statement that, that American gospel music is experiencing that exactly at that stage, which was probably 10, 15 years ago. It's experiencing something that we are now experiencing in this country, which I believe we are experiencing in this country. And that is the fact that you need to sort of draw a distinction between Christian music and gospel music. Uh, in the sense that Christian music is not necessarily gospel music because gospel music is directly relevant to God, which might be Hillsong, Joyous Celebration, Bethel, uh, Kim Walker-Smith or whatever. And then you get Christian music, which would then be Lauren Daigle, something that is uh, they, a bunch of Christians get together and they make music. Not all their music specifically is praise or is worship or anything like that, but they are honest and their entire lifestyle dictates that they are Christian and the way that they do music and tours and book venues and stuff are obviously Christian. They speak that they, that their lifestyle dictates that, right? So yeah. that's what that guy writes. I can't remember who the journalist was, but he made that statement. And then he, there were certain people at that stage, certain artists that did that. I don't know if you remember, there was a rock group way back 20 years ago called Creed. Uh, they were one of those that said... We do not want to to uh, sort of conform to the normal gospel sound or scene because in America at that stage, when you were a gospel band, you would only be sent to Christian bookstores. You exactly. they did not have the music in the mainstream. You see, in the mainstream media, right now, say for instance in South Africa, uh, Jerusalem were played on Five FM, KFM, Jack Rand FM. <laughs> You know, mm, name, mm. name the contemporary stations or the Christian or the secular stations rather. And they were playing that music. Um, and Afrikaans people were singing along with it, not knowing, having the slightest bit of a clue of what they're singing about. Um, but they, but it made you feel good, right? Because it resonated with who you are and what you're experiencing. And it just had this vibe, um, which I believe Christianity should have. Um, I had a friend that the moment when he got saved, the first thing that he did is he realized now he needs to listen to Christian music. So he no longer listened to any of the stuff that we used to listen to. Um, and I'm quite big, as you know, I'm quite big into rock music and, and more specifically into metal music. Um, and he stopped listening to that and he immediately just went to Hillsong. And that drove me up the walls because I can't listen... <laughs> This is so unchristian like. But I can't <laughs> listen to that twenty four seven. Um I can't listen to that music twenty four seven. My when they complained about the music when I what I uploaded on I am when we started the radio station five years ago, uh the people the more senior people complained about um not senior in position, senior in age <laughs> complained about the yeah. type of music that we were playing. And I said to them, the fact that they are complaining means it's something that young people will listen to. Mm. Um, if they weren't complaining, we would... And I probably had that discussion with you as well when you started becoming involved in the beginning. Yeah. I also said, I wanted people to listen to I Am um, and experience something of music and having good music and feeling good, this awesome, just having this awesome experience. And then three or four or five songs down the line, I only realized that this is a Christian radio station. Mm. Because they're 
able to sing. I'm I'm thinking of uh, one of the artists, according to me, that does it very well is is, is NF. Um, yeah, know, definitely. Na- what, I can't. He's Nate, but I can't remember his surname. Nate Freeman, I think. But I mean, he's honest about his mom's addiction. He's honest about his insecurities. And to me, it's liberating as a Christian to listen to this music and realize, like, this is this guy that's kind of a big deal, but he's also experiencing insecurities. He's also experiencing anxiety. Um, And the moment that we as Christians can come together around something like music and then realize, but there's people in music that feel these things, you as an artist are given a voice to speak for those that do not have a voice, if if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Now you're talking about something like depression and anxiety which he obviously talks about unfortunately quite a lot but if you suffer from depression and anxiety you realize listen it's okay to speak about these things because nf is speaking about these things um a while ago we did the um, hashtag imagine and you and danny were in the one in the free state and steven and i went to the one in gauteng and at that stage, lecrae literally just before that camp lecrae dropped a song called being broke mate or being broke made me reach, I think, was it called? Mm. And you can just listen, when you listen to that song, and you can see the kids struggling with poverty in that camp, becoming wealthy by listening to that song. Mm, mm, mm. That's and incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible, hey? So, so that's my two cents worth. <laughs> yeah, no, that, is, that is, is quite, quite incredible. So I think it is, it is a... a an important thing for or rather for we also do need to acknowledge that change can happen at the cost of uh, quality right we should never um, want music to be so modernized that it loses the quality of um, the good message right and authenticity and godliness right and I, and I, I know nowadays Christians are becoming a lot more accepting of things um, so we don't want to taint our gospel music with that. There still needs to be a clear distinction in the sense of I am making music that spreads life, love and peace and everything that God would stand for. Um, so rather than, than, than giving a platform to things that God would shun at, rather. Um, so that's the thing. Actually, that's actually what, what we should be doing. You understand? We should be, it, it's much like what they do at banks. Né? Um, at banks, they, they don't have the time. In fact, they don't even have the, the enough, enough fake money. I think it's called, isn't it called contraband? Um, they, they don't have enough fake money to teach the t- bank teller um, how to how to how to identify each and every fake uh, a piece of, of of coin or paper money or whatever the case may be. You don't have access to all of the bad things, right? What you have access to is the authentic thing. That's what you focus on. If you can learn the properties of real money, what does it do when you put it under UV light? How does it glow? Where does it glow? Um, how does it, the texture of it feel when you touch it? So that when you touch something that's, that is not it, you are able to spot it easily. Uh, the best they can do is just show you a few examples of, of fake uh, currency. But the truth of the matter is there are infinite Number, there's an infinite number of fake currencies. Um, there's just not 
enough room to bring all of those currencies in so that you study them and you don't have enough brain capacity um, in, in, in your conscious mind for you to always be able to look at every bill and spot all of those differences. It's impossible. My point in saying that is to say this. If we understand the word and will of God so well, we will then be able to separate the good music from the bad music without it necessarily having Christian instruments because the instruments and the sound is not in itself godly. It's the message that is godly. Uh, God came to earth. Christ came to earth and preached a message. He didn't come to earth with specific sound, (laughs) you know, and said the gospel should be preached like this. Mm -hmm. Here comes the Lord. Ah. Mm -hmm. And that's the only time that it makes an impact. That is not true. Um, As long as everything you practice is practiced in a decent manner, and you are following the principles of, of Scripture. You're not taking one part of Scripture and being absolutely ignorant of another part of Scripture. Um, I feel like that's where um, 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 the importance is, right? Um, I know you yeah. have thoughts now, Charles. I know you do. <laughs> so I want to share a short little story. Way back, about probably 200 years ago, when Charles Wesley and his brother, uh, I can't remember his brother's name now, but they started the Methodist Church, if I'm not mistaken, either the Methodist or the Presbyterian Church, but they started one of the big church movements way back when. And uh, they were responsible for uh, revival with regards to people turning back to God, with regards to people coming to church, reading the Bibles. People, obviously, revival starts with prayer, but they were starting this massive revival with people coming back to church to pray. And one of the things that they did to make, not that we should do our utmost best to make church attractionable, one of the things they did in order to help people worship God is they then actually went to pubs in the local areas or their local watering hole, went there, listened to the typical songs that drunk people would sing because we all know those sort of vibes we nowadays yeah. uh, associated with sailors or pirates but whatever but it was done in, in 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 pubs in song they would literally take that melody and put the gospel words in it so when the people come to church the following morning they immediately were able to recognize the melody and just learn the new words and sing along with it mm. um you know, if you watch the um, Amazing Grace, the William Wilberforce thing about the slavery in England and America, the first place that, that, that Amazing Grace was sung in that movie is actually in a pub where he starts singing in a pub because it's something that was done at that stage. Mm. Now, can you imagine? I don't say we should do that, but if, if we take, if we want to be relevant and if we want to be authentic, we need to realize that, 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 melodies and harmonies is not what's going to lead you to Jesus Christ. It's exactly the, the, the message that is being portrayed by the music that's going to lead you to, to Jesus Christ. Mm, now, if you're a mm. hip-hop fan, Lecrae is going to help with that because he's got the entire hip-hop vibe, you know, the way that he dresses, the way that he goes about. Um, NF looks a lot more like Marshall Matters than a typical hip-hop guy. Yeah. But if you're listening then, if you're listening to the type of music that I listen to, they all have this, they look like guys that make proper metal music. But the moment you listen to the lyrics, you're like, there's something in it that's pointing me back to Christ. Even though if the guy is singing it, if he's shouting it, if he's rapping it, but he's singing about Christ and he's singing about authentic life experiences 
that he would not have been able to survive had he not had Jesus in his life. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a very, very, very big point. Anyways, we are running out of time. I think this was an amazing, amazing discussion. I am looking forward to sharing it on um, uh, the new I Am Youth website on www.iamyouth.com. .co.za. It absolutely looks stunning. Charlie, you have to check it out. Um, It has... Ah, awesome, awesome, awesome. It has officially launched. It has uh, all of the content. You can find music, stream it for free. You can listen to podcasts. You can also access our social media through the website. You have free e-devotional that you can just sit down and read, or you can uh, subscribe to the devotional if you want to receive it by email as a young person. Um, And there's going to be Charles writing some uh, counseling advice on the website as well. So we're really looking forward. So we're going to be having blogs actually from some of our presenters um so really looking forward to that so do 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 go check out the website and remember that we are available on uh youtube uh facebook instagram and twitter just simply search for i am youth radio and we will definitely pop up